What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And today, I want to talk to you about getting further into your internal health. More specifically, I want to talk to you about how do you know when your lack of progress is due to something like hormonal imbalances or gut health issues or things that may be going on under the hood that we need to explain through further testing and something that is a little bit more in-depth than just your basic lifestyle intervention. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've been sharing a lot about my own personal gut health journey, and it has been quite the eye-opener and a lot of like feeling like I was doing a lot of things right and then still having these issues. And I'm, I'm not blaming myself. I don't think that I really did anything wrong because I've been consistent for a long time and have, you know, I'm not perfect by any stretch, but I, but I do have a lot of quality, healthy habits. I, I move my body. I train consistently. I eat pretty well. I prioritize sleep. I drink my water. You know, I do all the things. I check all the boxes. And yet here I am about halfway through my AIP protocol for my gut. And it just had me thinking about, I'm sure, a common question, which is, how do I know when there's something else going on? And that's really going to be the topic. But first, I got to pick a winner for our review giveaway. This is something that we do every single week. And all you have to do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And when you do that, you get entered into our weekly drawing to win some free supplements. You can win your choice of a supplement from Cured, from Organifi, or from our own pop line. We give you the option. You pick whichever product you want and you win and you get it sent to you. And that's how it works. If you want to leave a review, open up your Apple podcast app on your phone, go to the search button, a search function, type in mind over macros, click on the thumbnail. And you want to do this even if you're subscribed. Click on the thumbnail, scroll all the way down until you see the ratings and reviews. You tap write a review, you submit your five star review, and then you are entered. <laughs> so, this week's winner is Clean Living by Brooke Hausch. Clean Living by Brooke Hausch. That's the username. The title of the review is Saying It Like It Is with Facts to Support. I absolutely adore how candid you are and how you speak the truth. You bring up topics that others are afraid to talk about. And instead of just saying things with no backing, you provide evidence as to why you feel the way, feel that way. I've been following you on Instagram for a long time and only recently listening to your full podcast. I love them so much. Also, mindset is everything. I'm constantly preaching this and coaching my clients on it. Keep it up, please. Thank you so much. I appreciate the review. It means a lot. And you are the winner. So congrats. Email me at mike at peakoptimizationperformance.com so I can get you all hooked up. So if you want to enter for next week, just follow the steps that I gave you to leave a five-star rating and review, and you'll be entered to win. Also, if you can, please follow and subscribe to the show. It is the most beneficial way to reach new people. And I'm going to be talking a lot about helping others and paying it forward and doing something for the greater good. I think that I don't know what it is about 
2023 and and that being a focal point, but it, it was something that I started to think about towards the end of 2022. And I feel like, you know, we've, we've done donations, we've done um, scholarships where we've given people a full ride through our coaching program. Uh, we've, we've donated money, we've donated time. I, we've done a lot of things, but I feel like it hasn't been structured enough and intentional enough for my liking. It felt very sporadic as I looked back and reflected on 2022. One of the things that I really wanted to focus on for pop and for myself is supporting the greater good, like doing more good in the world. And so there's, that's going to be a major theme that you see coming up. And, you know, when I say, uh, subscribe and follow to pay it forward and to do some good in the world, obviously that comes with the assumption that people listening to my show is beneficial and helpful. So that one is maybe a little subjective. Uh, one of the initiatives that we're working on that's a little bit more objective in helping the greater good is our upcoming challenge. I've, I've teased out some details, but it is right around the corner. And full disclosure, as, as of this recording, I am just waiting for our app to be approved through iOS and Google Play. Once that happens, we are off to the races. So I want to kind of tell you not only, and I mentioned this already, but the challenge will direct, directly support the Hunger Project, which is a female-led charity that helps to fight world hunger. And, and the reason why I selected that charity is because their mission is very much in alignment with my mission and our mission. They are all about the person. They're all about the individual and the person. And world hunger is not an easy cause to tackle. And I think that rather than taking the band-aid approach, which there's nothing wrong, by the way, I'm not, I'm not speaking negatively about other organizations who take the approach of providing aid. I think that that's a beautiful gesture and a beautiful thing to do. What stood out to me about the hunger project is that they speak to the fact that just providing aid is only part of the solution and that the root cause is really understanding the people and the communities and, and providing resources and education and workshops and training on how we can combat world hunger from the ground up, from the human level. And that just like totally resonated with me because I think that's a big part of what we do and why we're so different. We don't do the Band-Aid approach. Like a lot of people talk about calories in versus calories out and you need to be in a deficit and here's how you should eat your macros. And like, to me, that's the equivalent of just like providing aid or providing support. It's great. It's helpful for, for a lot of people, but, but I would much rather get to the, to the human level of understanding your behaviors and your lifestyle and your personal preferences and your family dynamics and the things that you value and really addressing it from the ground up. Or as I always say, the top down, because we start with your identity and your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself. So there's just a lot of synergy there. Um, so that's why for this particular challenge, I selected the hunger project. Now there's a little bit of a, a cool twist on this challenge. Everything is going to be done through our app, which has a ton of functionality. Uh, we'll be able to chat together as a community. You'll be able to follow along your workouts and log them right in your app. You'll be able to look at exercise videos. You'll be able to see uh, substitutions or modifications right within the app. So let's say 
JK programs a squat, let's say it's a goblet squat, and you don't have access to a dumbbell or a kettlebell, he'll have replacement exercises built within the programming so that you can see different versions of, okay, maybe it's an air squat, maybe it's a band squat, and you can do these from anywhere. Also, you'll be able to track all of your nutrition and all of your habits, and there will be a large component of mindset and behavioral psychology integrated within this challenge. I'm taking all of the noise out of it, and I'm really focusing on the art and science of body transformation because my focus here is to get every single person who joins the challenge a significant result, and I'm going to tell you why in just a second. So all of that is going to be integrated and streamlined within our app really cool to be able to do that. And and so there's a little bit of a kicker here where the incentive and I'm just going to I'm just going to rip the bandaid off and share this because I was going to keep it a secret but if you're listening to this then you are the first to know. There is an incentive to follow through and to commit and to make progress. Our goal for this challenge is collectively as a whole, as a community, everybody who joins the challenge, as a group, our goal is to lose 1,000 pounds or more, but 1,000 pounds is our goal for this challenge, total, cumulative. And what we're doing is we're tying the result to the donation. So not only are we raising money by anybody who joins the challenge, it's going to be a paid challenge. Um, so like $97, but I'll probably give, I'll probably give a, a promo code for anybody who's a podcast listener or part of the pop community. Um, but $97 is going to be the, the public facing price. So we're going to be able to raise money directly to support the hunger project through the challenge registration. On top of that, we are tying the incentive to the result and the thousand pound goal that we have. So it's really cool because eat. So the result of each individual like yourself directly supports, it's not just, and, and there's a reason there's, there's a, a psychological underpinning as to why I'm doing this, but it's not just as, as straightforward as, okay, you paid to join a challenge and you get a lot of value out of the challenge. And also that money goes to a great cause. There's nothing wrong with that. It's That's great. That's happening. It's all well and good. But there is a different trigger that happens when your progress is also directly tied to doing good in the world and to a social cause and to something that is greater than yourself. So, and this was all, all researched. There's a lot of studies that show this, but if it's as simple as, you know, donate your money or donate your time, people are, are less likely to follow through or to commit in a long-term sense. Like it's, it's typically like a one-off thing. If it's just here, pay some money for this charity versus having your actions directly support other people in need or a purpose that's greater than yourself. So if you are somebody who believes in helping the the social cause of world hunger, if you feel like helping those in need is something that you care about, then it is a purpose that's greater than yourself, which you are more likely to follow through. 
you're more likely to commit and you're more likely to bounce back after a bad day, which is the key to everything. That's like one of the most fascinating parts of the research that I love so much is that if you have a purpose greater than yourself, even if it's something like other people in need or people that you care about or people that you respect or somebody, it can also be like a loved one that you want to be proud of you. If you attach your progress and your goals to something like that, you're more likely to follow through and you're more likely to give yourself grace and compassion when you slip up. It's inevitable that every single person in the challenge will slip up multiple times. So what I've done is I've tried to build in almost like a bumper so that when you throw that gutter ball, there is a bumper of this cause, of the people in need, of being part of something that's larger than you, that's bigger than all of us, that we're more likely to pick ourselves up and keep and keep moving forward. So it's really exciting. It's really cool. Uh, the kind of the there's a lot of stuff that I've integrated that will probably go unnoticed. There's a lot of stuff that I've integrated that will probably go unnoticed that is really driven by the psychology of transformation, the psychology of behavior change. And it's going to start from the minute that you sign up. You'll see the minute that you sign up, there will be something very specific that will immediately increase your likelihood of success immediately. It's really cool stuff. So your results will directly be tied to this cause, to the donation. You signing up is directly tied to this cause, to the donation. So I can't wait. But what I will say is keep yourself informed because we do not have unlimited spaces for the simple fact of fulfillment. Every single person in the challenge is getting a customized nutrition plan. So we are limited in how many people we can take. This is not a fake scarcity tactic to make you feel like you're going to miss out. This is not a FOMO play. This is we physically do not have the time and capacity to fulfill on custom nutrition plans where we look through every single intake form and we write a custom prescription for thousands of people. We just can't do that. Our estimation is that we can do it for about 500 people. And my hope is that we fill that up pretty quickly because it is not only, it's it's like the ultimate win-win. You are way more likely to see progress given everything that's included from a resource standpoint and from a psychology standpoint and a behavior change standpoint, you're way more likely to see results. And the other thing is, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, so, but also tying it to the greater good and paying it forward and having something that's bigger than yourself. Uh, so I'm hoping that we fill those spots quickly and then we can get to work on creating those custom plans. Uh, my, the bottom line here, and I know I'm, I'm rambling a bit now and I apologize, but the bottom line is just pay attention. Follow me on Instagram, pay attention in our Facebook community. Make sure you're on my email list. Just get informed and don't wait until the last minute. This is going to be a pretty amazing community effort. And then at the end of the day, like we all get to be really proud. Like, how cool is it going to be to collectively achieve that thousand pound goal and to collectively know that we contributed 
to an amazing cause and that we achieved our goals for people in need, for people who are dealing with deeper pain than what we could imagine on a daily basis. And it's not by choice. So stay informed. Follow me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, IG lives with some of our sponsors and affiliates. Uh, We have a lot of support on this initiative. A lot of people who are just as excited as I am uh, to help with their expert guidance and uh, making sure that everybody gets what they need out of this program, out of this challenge. Uh, So that's how you follow on IG. Uh, To subscribe to the email list, just go to neurotypetraining.com slash email, neurotypetraining.com slash email, and you'll be the first to know. And plus, you'll you'll get a promo code uh, for the challenge. And then what else is there? The Facebook community, the personality diet and neurotype training. If you go to Facebook, if you search the personality diet and neurotype training, you'll find our community our Facebook group. You can join it totally free to join and you can get in there and it will be announced in there as well. And the promo code will be announced in there as well. So those are all, and obviously keep listening to the podcast, but my only caveat with the podcast is just with the dates. Like when I record something, it usually gets published a few days later. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, So I don't want you to be a podcast listener who misses out because I made the announcement Uh, Once the app gets approved and everything is up and running, and then we're off to the races. And because you're waiting for the podcast episode, you miss out. Um, I do apologize for the very long-winded intro on the challenge, but it's something that I'm really passionate about. It is an intention that I have for this year to do more good in the world and to support causes. And by the way, if you have any other, like this is something that we're probably going to do every quarter. And we're going to pick a different charity and a different cause. If you have a charity that you're passionate about, if you have a a social cause that you're, that you're passionate about, please just DM me on Instagram. Let me know. I'm, I'm starting to compile a list. And then there's other little things that we can do. Also, um, we have one of our, our one on one clients, um, has a son who has his own, I think he's 10 years old and, He, I believe, is autistic. I think that's what she said. Um, And I don't want to misspeak, but but I believe that he is autistic and 10-year-old, and he started his own um, soap business, like handmade soaps out of goat milk, I believe it is. And I apologize if I'm getting the details wrong, but um, stuff like that, where we can also support, like that will be part of the prize um, we always give away a bunch of prizes, like we give away Apple watches and, you know, Fitbits and whoop straps and aura rings and Theraguns, like all these things during our challenges. Um, but we can also incorporate things that are also for the greater good in supporting a 10 year old who is starting his own soap business, which is a beautiful thing and use that as some of the gifts. So there's, there's a lot that we can do to just, you know, support each other, to support other people. Um, so, so just keep me informed if there's anything that you are passionate about that you think would be a great social cause or anything like that for future challenges. Uh, this is the first time that I've actually given out all the details of the challenge. So hopefully you guys are excited and you have it on your radar to not, you know, don't just sit around and wait for something to happen. Stay informed, stay proactive um, and get yourself registered when the doors open. All right. 
Now, finally, if I haven't lost all of you yet, I can get into the real conversation, which is how do we know when something is going on under the hood? How do we know when more testing needs to be done? So first, I'm going to tell you what happened to me, and then I'm going to give you more of the the generic overview for if you're struggling. So the first thing is that I did not want to believe that there was anything going on with me from a health standpoint because I was so health focused. Okay. So even when, and this, I, I would have to say this goes all the way back to my chronic dieting days where I was like full blown orthorexic. And, and for those don't, that don't know, it's just uh, an eating disorder where you are overly obsessed with clean eating. Whatever your definition of clean eating is, you become completely obsessed to the point that eating something that's not considered clean gives you intense anxiety and panic and fear. Um, so there was a point in my life where I was full-blown orthorexic, eating very little, always dieting. And I had a conversation with my sister who is a, an eating disorder specialist. She's a, ther- um, a therapist that specializes in eating disorders. And she sat me down one day at lunch and she told me that I was orthorexic. And I immediately got defensive because to me, I was already doing so many things that were health focused. I refused to believe that I could also be unhealthy. And there's, there's this concept that I've learned in therapy where two things that seem contradictory can exist, like two realities can exist at the same time that seem like they can't coexist, like that they seem like they contradict each other. So somebody being extremely health focused, my intent was to be health focused, but I was also unhealthy. Those two realities and those two truths existed at the same time, but I refused to believe that. So fast forward and you know, I, I overcame a lot of my body image issues and my poor relationship with food and my need to constantly be dying, dieting. And I, the first, the, the next thing that I noticed was, uh, some fatigue and low energy. And really it was more like my metabolism. That was the red flag. I was like, you know, for somebody that has as much muscle as I do, I don't consider myself to be like incredibly muscular, but I'm, I'm relatively fit. I've got a decent amount of muscle on my body and I'm, and I'm pretty lean. And so to me, my metabolism should have been way better than what it was. And, and we're only talking like a, a, maybe two or three years ago that I discovered this. I was like, you know, my, my resting metabolic rate, my BMR should be a lot higher than it is. So something might be going on. And I had some blood work done. And sure enough, I was full-blown hypothyroid. So my, my belief is that all of my chronic dieting and all of the stress that I put my body under led me to hypothyroidism. And now it looks like I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease. Um, again, I think that they're very strongly connected. Um, I think that a lot of the stuff that I did to myself from a chronic stress perspective put me in that state where my thyroid was is overproducing antibodies because my immune system is basically attacking my thyroid. So a lot of what I'm doing now is to not only repair my gut, but also to help lower and reduce those antibodies to help 
with my thyroid health and, and I am on medication as well. Um, so I don't think that this is just something that is a lifestyle intervention, which is important to note because again, there, it seems to be, there's always like two camps. Like you have, you're either like pro medicine or you're like pro holistic. And this is a, a situation where both realities can exist at the same time. Anyway. So that was the first, like, again, or I should say second, like the first thing was the orthorexia. Like how can somebody who's so health focused be unhealthy? And then with my thyroid, it was like, you know, how can I be doing all these things right, but still have a slow metabolism? And then the last thing was my gut health. And I ignored my gut health for so long because once again, I was too stubborn to realize and recognize that even though I had a lot of good things in place, uh, there's, there's just, you know, sometimes it can happen for an unknown reason. And, you know, I've, I've learned that lesson. It's just sometimes harder when, when you're the one that's living it. You know, like, like my dad, I, I've talked about my, my dad a lot on the show and even had him on the show to talk about his, um, you know, his double bypass surgery and the scare that happened when he got some pressure in his chest from playing tennis and didn't think anything of it. And then, you know, it was just, it was like kind of intermittent. Sometimes he would play tennis and he would feel it. Other times he would play tennis, he wouldn't feel it. And then he was, you know, fortunate enough, even after like talking to his primary care doctor, who was just like, yeah, I don't think that it's anything. They did a stress test. He was fine. Um, at, at a certain point, he was like, you know what? I better go uh, to a cardiologist and see what's going on. And then, you know, he goes to the doctor, um, they do a heart cath and they find out that he's got, you know, 90% blockage in the left main and uh, like 70% blockage in another artery. And he needed double bypass surgery right away. And like the turnaround time was just so crazy to be like, he's healthy, he's active, he's in his seventies, but he's playing tennis, he's playing basketball, he's walking, he's eating well, doing all the things. And like, here, here, here we go. This like his life could have ended just in an instant unknowingly, like had no idea and then all of a sudden we have this like major surgery and, um, you know, he, he's in a full route. He's back to playing tennis. Uh, he plays, I think three days a week now he's, he's doing really well. Um, but my point to all of that is sometimes there's no explanation. The doctors, like he wanted to know, like, what did I do to cause this? And they're like, you know, you eat healthy, you move your body, you do a lot of things, right? Sometimes it just had like, there's no explanation. Um, and then they were telling him stories about people who were, you know, really, really fit and active and, you know, were like running and something just happened. And there's no true explanation other than it happens. And, and yes, of course, there are lifestyle variables that can increase. And that, I think that's the thing to remember. We're always playing a probability game. It, it's never going to be a hundred percent and it's never going to be zero percent. Uh, you know, you can, you can have somebody who plays the probability game in the other direction, like somebody who smokes cigarettes their entire life, but they don't end up with cancer. They, they beat the odds. But like the, the whole point here is that we're just playing a probability game. So as much as we do from a lifestyle standpoint, um, it's never going to be 0% and it's never going to be a hundred percent. And I lost sight of that for myself, even having witnessed something like that for my dad. But here I am thinking, I've got my shit together. I eat really quality foods. I drink my water. I take my walks. I lift my weights. I do all the things. So the fact that my gut was always bothering me was just like, 
I ignored it. I was like, that's just how I poop. This is just how I feel when I'm, you know, when I eat, this is just the thing that I was handed and it's okay. It doesn't mean I'm unhealthy. And at, at a certain point, I don't even know what the turning point for me was. I think it just got progressively to the point where I think maybe telling people so many times to listen to your body and then not listening to mine. I think that was just, there was a moment of like, I'm such a hypocrite. I'm telling people that your body tells you, like, I will say this line to almost everybody that I talk to. I will say, your body literally tells us everything. The challenge is knowing how to listen and knowing what to do with that information. I say it all the time. If you're, if you're listening to this and you've ever had a call with me, you're probably nodding your head like, yep, you said that shit to me too. I say it to everybody because it's true. Like we work with our clients on how to listen. Like that's one of the biggest things that we focus on in our coaching program is how to listen again, how to tune in. And then we help them understand what are those signals that your body is sending you? What do they mean? And what do we need to do about it? And that's why they feel so good. Like that is at the core of everything. That's why it works. Because if you just pay attention and you know how to listen, then, and you have somebody that helps you understand what that means and what to do about it, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's actually not that complicated. The complicated part is that we're so equipped at ignoring those signals or brushing them off or validating them or justifying them or just not even knowing what they mean that we lose sight. Like a lot of people that we work with chronically undereat and then completely lose touch with their hunger signals. They're like, I'm eating 800 calories a day and I'm just never hungry. Like that is a massive red flag. That in and of itself is a red flag that something is going on. You've lost your hunger signal on way too little calories. That's a red flag. So oftentimes it's it's understanding how to tune in again, how to pay attention again, and then knowing what to do with that information. So I got to a point where I couldn't ignore my body any longer. So I reached out to Erin, who was on this podcast before. Um, she's actually going to be working with us, is already working with us at POP to do testing um, so that we can give our clients the exact same support that I'm getting. So if you are a POP client or if you are interested in, in going down that that rabbit hole because you think that there's something else going on, just reach out to me directly and we can you know talk about what that looks like. But I, I want to paint this picture because it's not it's not all sunshine and rainbows. In fact, it's pretty challenging. And sometimes it's a little bit eye-opening. When I went down this path and was like, okay, you know what? I should probably listen. I should probably get to the root of this. I should probably see what's going on. And then seeing the results of all the tests that I did with my blood, um, my serum test, my Dutch test, my oats test, and my GI map. And not everybody has to do all of those tests, but I had a lot of shit going on, quite literally. (laughs) So finding out that I had H. pylori and parasites and SIBO and Hashimoto's and like all these things. So now I'm on a full-blown AIP protocol, gut healing protocol, eradicating H. pylori, eradicating the parasites, tackling these things one thing at a time. I think it's important to take a step back and say, when do we know? And that this is just my story of how I knew. I knew because I was doing everything right and I still didn't feel right. I knew because I was really 
focused on healthy habits, but I still didn't feel healthy. So in addition to like digestive issues, and I'm just going to be very vulgar here, shitting too much, shitting too messily, and and really having issues with wiping like way too much. Um, those were obvious red flags. But then there was other stuff like fatigue and brain fog, um, crashing, my energy levels crashing, um, my mood, having like these big mood swings. And all of those other signs were, I think that, you know, all those things together, that was the point of being like something else is definitely happening. I need to pursue that. So for me, if I was feeling all of those things, but I wasn't eating quality food and I was drinking all the time and I was eating out all the time and I wasn't managing stress well and I wasn't sleeping well and I wasn't moving my body and I wasn't, you know, drinking water, then I would have looked at my lifestyle as the solution versus going into the testing. So, and this is a hard thing to be objective. And it's a really, it's really hard to be objective with this because if you look at what you're doing now and you feel like you're just frustrated by your lack of progress, but you are eating out too frequently and you're drinking alcohol too frequently and you're chronically stressed, that's a big one, by the way, and you're chronically uh, not sleeping well, those things have to be addressed before anything else. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't do testing, but honestly, what the testing is likely going to show is stuff that can be fixed through a lifestyle intervention. So it makes more sense to see if your symptoms clear up with fixing your lifestyle and your behaviors and your habits. That doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. And this is why it's really difficult to be objective because I don't, I know that there's probably somebody listening to this who eats really well already. And is like, well, I eat really well, but oh my God, last night I had ice cream and did I just screw everything up? Am I now going to send myself into hormonal dysfunction? No, of course not. Your body is actually quite resilient. When your body breaks down, it's because you are persistent and consistent in the chronic stress that you're, you're throwing at it or the poor quality nutrition you're throwing at it or overtraining or not sleeping well. It's not just a one night thing. It's not like you got four hours of sleep one night, so you're screwed. It's like four hours of sleep every night. It's like poor quality food every day, too much fast food, too much processed food, too much alcohol, all these things over time. That's how these things manifest. So, and again, sometimes it may not even be your fault. Like I don't look at what I was doing in my lifestyle as, oh my God, I can't believe that I treated my body this way. I think I treat my body pretty nicely. It just happened. I think, of course, I think the chronic stress through through years and years and years of dieting and eating too little didn't help. And I think I live a high stress lifestyle by nature of owning a business. And that certainly drives me into high stress frequently. So I think that those things certainly play a role. But like, again, if, if let's just take the stress topic real quick. Like if you know that that is your issue, if you know that 
you're you're eating pretty well uh you're you're moving your body you're walking you're drinking water you're sleeping well but you just know that like stress is your your big achilles heel we got to start there because there's you have to start with stress mitigation not elimination mitigation we have to we have to incorporate more stress relief we have to incorporate more de-stressing activities uh you know whether that's more walking or journaling or meditation or investing in something like you know the the serenity gummies from cured you know the biggest thing that i did from stress like knowing my lifestyle knowing what it's like uh to be a business owner it's not like i could sit here and justify and be like oh it's okay this stress will go away because it won't it's always going to be stressful to own my business it will always be a persistent stressor that's my my i chose this reality i don't I'm not a victim i chose this reality i wouldn't trade it for the world so i know that i have to be more mindful about recovery i have to be more mindful about journaling about deep breathing about taking walks and immediately i was like okay cured is is a company that i fully support what they're doing and their their mission to help people manage and mitigate stress so the first thing was they've got their broad spectrum cbd i started using that they have their night caps and their zen caps i started using that and then when they released their serenity gummies like i'm completely hooked because I know that I need more doses of recovery than most people. And, and this is not a comparison game. This is just how I feel about my own wellness. I need more doses of recovery. So I use something like Cured, Broad Spectrum CBD, Serenity Gummies, Nightcaps or Zen Caps. For me right now, most of the time, it is the, their Broad Spectrum CBD and their Serenity Gummies. And then, um, I also drink one of their, their euphoria drinks every single day. So if you feel like you need more doses of recovery, let's start there. And you can get 20% off all cured products if you go to curednutrition.com and you use code POPFAM. That's P-O-P-F-A-M. If you go to curednutrition.com, use code POPFAM, you get 20% off all of their products unless they are already discounted. But Try that for yourself if you need extra doses of recovery. Try their broad spectrum CBD. Try their serenity gummies. Try their nightcaps or zen caps. Like give yourself a chance to overcome those, those stressors in your life. So if I had noticed all of these symptoms, but I felt like my lifestyle was not fully supporting what the healthiest version of me would look like, then I would address that. I would address that first. So I, I think that it's hard to just give a blanket statement because everybody's a little bit different. But like, if you have some signs, like you've, let's say you've made some lifestyle changes, uh, you are eating better, you are working out, you are sleeping well, you are trying to manage your stress, but you have unexplained weight gain. Like you don't know why it's happening. You're just gaining weight. Or if you have a lot of difficulty losing weight. If you feel like losing weight is a massive struggle for you, despite making a lot of lifestyle changes over time, keep in mind, not like it, you know, you, you made these changes yesterday and you're hoping for weight loss today. I'm saying over time, you made these changes and you're having difficulty losing weight. That can be a sign that further testing needs to be done. 
if you have a family history of hormone related issues or conditions, like a family history of diabetes or thyroid problems or PCOS, like my whole family, whole family has thyroid issues. Uh, my entire family, pretty sure my mom has Hashi's. Uh, my sister had her thyroid removed completely. Uh, my dad, I think, is hyper. I can't remember if he's hyper or hypo. Anyway, we literally all of us have thyroid issues. So then there, there's that part of it. There's the family history. Um, if you have other symptoms that can be connected to hormonal imbalances, like if you're a woman and you have irregular periods, if you have no sex drive, if you're noticing like significant mood changes, if you're noticing hot flashes or trouble sleeping or trouble urinating in the middle of the night and then you can't fall back asleep, um, you know, signs of chronic stress and fatigue. Uh, I think I already said fatigue, but you know what I'm saying? Like these are all of the basics that are red flags that something else might be going on. If you keep go like one of the things that may be an underrated one is if you keep going through different programs, like training programs, nutrition programs, and you haven't made progress, like maybe you've made progress, but you're back at square one. And then you try something else and you're back at square one. And you've been through that cycle a long time. Um, and maybe this is me because of my own personal bias, because of that, that's what I did. And, and look at where I am now trying to uh, fix all of these issues. But if you've done that, that's something to me, that would be another red flag, you know, and, and it's, the, everyone's going to be different in how those symptoms manifest. But I think that those are some things to just keep in mind. But as always, like we need to check ourselves in the most honest way possible. Um, I would say this is why having a coach can be a lifesaver, like truly a lifesaver. If, if I didn't start working with Aaron, you know, I don't know how, like what this would have looked like if I had kept ignoring it and I didn't have somebody in my corner telling me exactly what was going on internally, exactly how to fix it, exactly what the road ahead looks like and gave me hope and confidence. I don't know what this would have looked like if I just kept ignoring it. So I think again, like if you're working with a coach, it's really hard to just be objective with yourself. I think a lot of times we give ourselves more credit, like I actually eat really well, but then we peel back the layers and it's like, hey, there's a lot of room for improvement. Or I don't think I'm that stressed, or I don't think I'm eating too little, or I don't think that um, I have these energy issues. But then we like start to dig in and it becomes very apparent that there are things going on. Um, so a coach can be really beneficial in helping you unpack some of this stuff and, and tell you if further testing needs to be done. Uh, and I think there, again, Everything in this industry is tough to navigate because extremists live on both sides. There are way too many people that treat every single client like a freaking lab rat. Um, I've actually had clients use that exact term in programs that they've tried. They're like, I didn't get coached. I got lab ratted. Like That's the way that they described it. I think there are people out there who go way too far in that direction and they just want to poke and prod and draw blood and do all these things without actually assessing anything first and going through any sort of a lifestyle intervention first. And that's not the way to go. And then there's people on the other side of the spectrum that are like, oh, it's it's never 
anything serious. It's just your lifestyle. Like they think that it's always and only lifestyle when the truth is that the answer is usually in the middle, as with most things. There can be situations where a lifestyle intervention is sufficient. There can also be situations where we need to do more testing. It depends, as always. But I just wanted to help provide some perspective on when should we dig a little bit deeper. I think we have to take an honest look at all the things that you're doing in your current lifestyle and see if there's any low-hanging fruit. And then look at some of those symptoms that I mentioned. Um, if you're having difficulty losing weight, if you have a uh, kind of unexplained weight gain, if you have any sort of family history, if you're noticing mood swings or low libido or irregular cycles or, um, you know, trouble sleeping, digestive issues, uh, or if you've tried a bunch of diets and, and training programs and you keep finding yourself back at square one, there's, there's, those are some of the common things that we might want to keep our eye on and also work with a professional, work with an expert, work with a coach like us who not only can help you with the lifestyle and behavior change, but also can pull in an expert in gut health and hormone health and help you connect the dots if we feel like further testing is necessary. So we've got all of that covered. Hopefully that makes sense. I hope that's helpful. Um, I just really wanted to try to present this in the most balanced way possible so you don't feel like fearful that something crazy is going on, but you can really assess for yourself if you think further testing might be needed um, or if it's just something that we can take care of through a lifestyle intervention. Either way, I appreciate the time. I know that this was a long one. We covered a lot of good stuff. I really hope it was helpful and I will talk to you guys very soon.